Random Inks Productions presents the Credible Nerds Podcast with your hosts, Justin and Mark. So what do you think, Marvel fans? Here we are in the first series of the Disney Plus uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe, I guess you could say. I don't know what they call it. The the MD Plus U, maybe, the Marvel Disney Plus Universe. But here we got our first series going on with WandaVision. And uh, there's been some pretty interesting things that have happened, but yet at the same time, not a lot has happened. So we here at The Credible Nerds uh, are going to talk about it. We like the, the Marvel Cinematic Universe. We're interested in this new uh, setting that we're going to get it with the, the Disney Plus series. Uh, this is the first of many that have been announced, so we're excited to get into it. Uh, first off... We'll do some introductions. Uh, my name is Justin. I'm your host. And as always, I have my fellow co-host with me, Mark. Hey, guys. How's it going? And we're glad to be here to talk WandaVision. Um, th- what do you think about the name, first of all, Mark? Um, pretty pretty uh, simple, I guess you could say. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> I think the name matches what we've got so far, right? Yeah. It gives us a name, Wanda Envision. We definitely know Wanda and Vision are in it. And well, that's about all we know. So, I mean, the name totally does match. I think it's, you know, it's kind of a fun name. Just it goes well together, right? And yeah. I don't know if it's just, you know, they've said it so many times it's built in my skull, but, you know, WandaVision is kind of like a jingle now, right? Everyone yeah. knows WandaVision. Yeah. Pretty simple. This name, that name, put it together. There you go. There's your title. But the show comes across as simple. I mean, if you didn't know the Marvel Cinematic Universe very well, if this is one of your first introductions, maybe you've seen the movies in the theater once over time, uh, not a big fan, you would be wondering why is this show uh, a 1950s, 1960s sitcom? What's going on here? I I didn't really watch these shows growing up. Why do I want to watch them now? So we're going to talk about that and why that matters and what it really means underneath because i think there's a lot of subtle undertones a lot of easter eggs and subtle nods to certain things and some of them i've recognized and some of them i'm like i know that means something but i don't know what that means so we'll get into that Uh, so first off the show opens with there's so far the first two episodes have been released they were released uh, back to back the first weekend And we watched them both. Uh, But the first episode opens up with Wanda and Vision uh, driving in their car. It's basically a a black and white old 1950s setting. You got the the suburbs with the houses with the the fences out front. And pretty standard setting that we've seen in all those old shows. They pull up in their car. They're just married. They walk into their house. There's some comedic elements there where... Vision walks through the door without opening it, but Wanda doesn't, so she falls down, and he opens the door, and they all laugh, and ha-ha, that's funny. And then, you know, so just things like that. They move into their house, but it's already all furnished and everything, so um, then the show starts. And the the premise for this first show is pretty 1950-ish, very um, reminiscent of those old shows where Vision wakes up, he's got to go to work, and Wanda stays home, and they first off they notice this date on their calendar august 23rd with a a heart on the the calendar for the 23rd 
and they don't know what it means, but they try to pretend that they do know what it means and they're going to figure it out. So he goes to work, meets his boss. She stays home. Uh, the neighbor comes over and she's a big gossip and they talk about how to woo their man and what they should do to please their man, all that, you know, type of stuff. So we get that. And then the premise or the basis for this first episode is a miscommunication, which is often uh, a key element in these sitcoms, right? One person understands this event this way and the other person understands it another way. And then it all comes to a head and it's funny. And then at the end, everything's all resolved. And that's the end of the episode. So for you, Mark, um, what, as far as the setting, the 1950s style and just everything, the way it, we're watching it, uh, they even go so far as to change the the video format. So it's the, a, like a, a TV show video format instead of a movie or a widescreen format, you know, a lot of things like that. So what was your, all these things added, and what was your impression of, of this style? Uh, oh, I, I hated it. Um, I, you know, I grew up watching TV kind of after the beginning 1950s, 60s stuff, but I still saw it, right? I watched, you know, was I Dream Virginie and et cetera, et cetera. And this brings me back to that, you know, that kind of um, movie tone, you know, just how it's, I don't know, just kind of the timing of it, the corny jokes, the corny laughs, you know, so it's kind of like that with I Love Lucy and throwing a little Pleasantville in it, right? And that's kind of the mix for me. And I didn't like any of them. I mean, there's some funny jokes and stuff, but it just, it was before my time. So I'm not really a huge fan. Um, so I've, I've had a little hard time with it, but I like the possibilities of what it could become. Right. I think that it's because there's so many question marks about what's going on. What's what's the timeline? When did this take place? I know there's a lot of theories out there. You know, is this a alternate timeline that, uh, you know, they talked about with um, the Hulk and stuff? You know, is this something like that? Um, I, I don't really know. And I don't think there's a whole lot of answers out there, just a lot of theories. So I think it's pretty neat that where it could go, just where it has been so far, I'm, I'm ready for it to move on. So the end of the second episode, I was super excited for because it looks like it's kind of like a turning. And I did read something online that was kind of neat that I didn't think about before. So I'm going to have to rewatch is that the first episode was really 1950s, you know, dead center and then we got the next episode which kind of advanced in years for a tv episode and then we get color at the end of it so now we're going to the next era of tv episodes so i wonder if if we'll see that play out or if that's just people trying to put things together but i thought that was kind of a cool connection i didn't make that connection so um overall i like it but if it continues where it's at i will not like it very quickly but i, I i've liked it yeah that's kind of my thoughts as well. Um, you made a great comment. You kind of reiterated it here, but on our Facebook page, you made a comment because we made a post about the show and that we're going to be doing a podcast review of it. And your comment was, it's a Pleasantville plus I Love Lucy type show. I mean, and that's perfect. That's exactly what the, the setting is anyway, as far as the presentation of the show. That's dead on. I like that. Um as far as the the advancements in the show, I the, for the promotional material, 
they would release a still from from this episode and then a still a photo still from the the second episode and like you said at the end of that second episode we got some color and then the next promo that we got was from a 1960s or 70s show so i think each episode advances a decade in the 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 tv show timeline i guess you could say so i think we'll get as it goes on it'll get more and more uh like today's television shows that we get so but like you i didn't watch i love lucy that much or those type of old black and white shows i i was exposed to them and like you i was like uh eh, there's some funny parts but overall I just wasn't interested so i am as well i i want to get to a part where there's perhaps some action you know something interesting instead of what we're getting i think it's a great setup for the rest of the show and perhaps the series i don't know are we going to get a season 2 i don't know i haven't heard anything about that uh possibly um but i think it's a great hey this is the beginning and that's you know every show every movie needs that where the first half hour hour or just set up i liked the plot at the end cuz the the plot was so we we alluded to the heart symbol and a uh, vision's boss is mr hart so then they figure out at least he figures out oh mr hart and his wife are coming over for dinner so wanda's perception is creates a romantic dinner for my husband when he gets home vision's perception is my boss and his wife are coming over for dinner. So that's where the the miscommunication was, the comedic element of the show. And it was it was humorous. It's kind of funny when they when he comes home and everything's all romantic and <laughs> he's like, "Well, my boss is here, so we're not doing that." <laughs> it's European. It's a European greeting. Yeah. yeah. And I liked how they brought in the Sokovian angle. That was cool. Mm-hmm. So, but at the end they're eating dinner and the boss they're they're asking him questions like where did you meet, you know how long you've been married that type of thing. And they didn't they didn't know the answer, so I thought that was interesting. They didn't know the backstory, so it makes you think that well everything isn't as as it seems, which we kind of already knew, but it's pretty glaring at that point. Then the boss starts choking, and he falls over, and they're just kind of looking at each other. What do we do? And the wife is like, stop it stop it she keeps repeating it over and over and you're like what is going on this is so weird and then finally wanda says help him vision so he gets up and uses his powers or his abilities to pull the the food that he was choking on out of his his throat and then that's it then they're like oh well i guess we got to go and they leave so i don't know what that means in the context of the overall show but it's important. It's different. It's not your 1950s style show, right? So what does it mean? Do you have any thoughts on that? I, you know, just from watching the shows, and this takes from season, from the second episode, but I think Von Strucker is definitely involved, um, for sure. And he did a lot with the Vision Stone, the Mind Stone. So I definitely think this is going on in someone's mind, maybe both of their minds, uh, because they're well aware of their abilities, even though they're stunted, mm-hmm. right? They have more abilities, but they don't use them or they unconsciously use them, right? It's almost like a, I don't know, like a second thought, right? You know, like they just, oh yeah, I can, I can do this. Um, but 
they're not fully aware of all their abilities. And it's almost like that was done to keep them engaged enough to know that who they are, but not engaged enough to actually do anything about it. Right. Because yeah. um, they, you can tell that they know something's going on. Like you can tell that the, they're like, something's off. Like, you know, even vision at the start, why am I here? What do we collect data for? This doesn't make any sense. Like, what do we actually produce? Like he's trying to, trying to put it together. And then all of a sudden the plot changes to take him out of that line of thought. Right. It's like, whoa, whoa we got to, we got to change this because he's starting to catch on and then things will start happening and they'll start to catch on. And then the plot will move, you know, to keep him out of that thought. And so, you know, I, I'm kind of interested to see like what's going on, where, where is it taking place and when it's taking place. Right. That's a good point. I didn't think of that. So you said that, that, yeah, that's, you know, he's starting to think about things. Let's, let's change it up for him. Um, one thing I did in that dialogue where they're like, Hey, everything's been, we've been doing so much better since you started working here. Productivity has increased so much, so much more. And I was like, and what is their, what is their business? It's like data analysis or something or something to do. Like, so vision, he's an AI type character right? right yes yeah yeah he's definitely ai so walk us through his steps or his stages of progress real quick like who is where did vision come from in the movie from the movies so vision was created while stark was trying to create artificial intelligence kind of like jarvis but an advanced form of jarvis and so they knew that the, when they got the Mind Stone, that there was like some type of greater entity or something like that, but they didn't know exactly what it was. So what they tried to do is combine a Jarvis with the Mind Stone. And we got, we ended up getting um, Ultron, right? And Ultron was kind of like the, it was almost like the castaway, the unpure version of Vision. And I think that was the human element you know, the Jarvis element of it, uh, you know, that was super cynical and things like that. And then the Mind Stone created a more pure version, which became Vision, right? So it's kind of like a, a uh, one of the stones, the Infinity Stones kind of manifested, you know, in a real thing. But Hulk kind of later explains that as time went on, they kind of all combined to become one, you know, because he had a little bit of Jarvis in there. He had a little bit of the Mind Stone. He had a little bit of whoever he was in the first place, right? So, and and we kind of get a little bit of that in, um, in the movies when Hulk's like, we don't know who he'll be. He might be just fine. We might take out the worst parts of him. We might take out the best parts of him. We don't know. So we, we don't, that's kind of how he is, you know, where he came from. So he's not really like, I know in the show, they kind of depict him like robotic, you know, on the inside when it shows his inside and he gummed up the works. Um, but, you know, I don't really know what his synthetic insides look like, but, you know, he's not robotic. He's just artificial intelligence. Yeah. We went from Jarvis, the AI program in Iron Man, in Iron Man 2, to Ultron than to vision and vision was powered by the mind stone so is is the infinity stone that we see in the, that castle where they in the age of ultron is the, is that the same one that powers ultron 
ultimately? Yes. Yep. And that's the same one Vision carries. Yeah, Yeah. the Mind Stone. The Mind Stone. So that's how they're kind of related that way, right? They're both products, creations of the Mind Stone. Yeah. Wanda is, and so is he, and so is Ultron. Yeah. So it's interesting that they ended up together. But so in Avengers Infinity War, we see that Vision is killed when... Um, Thanos removes the stone from his forehead and he, he dies or he's powered down or whatever. So my guess is that somehow his body is recovered or something. And that's how we end up where we are now. But that's speculation. I think, so for me, I think this is a separate reality. Right. I, I do too. Like Loki's reality, you know? It'll be, you know, connected to that story somehow. And this is in no way connected, but in Magicians, a show, it talks about time being redone over and over again. And that people that are powerful enough, they can recognize that it's being done. So in my mind, (laughs) as weird as it sounds, I feel like this is a different reality, but Von Strucker understands that it's a different reality. It's not his same, it's not the world or life he should be at. And so he has done something or is doing something to try to make best of the situation or something. I don't know. And that's really convoluted and weird, but that's MCU. (laughs) Yeah. So you believe that Von Strucker, this happens in a time when Von Strucker is still alive. Correct. Okay. And he's perhaps behind the, the situation that Wanda and Vision are in now. I think so. Okay. I, I mean, I definitely do. And I, I think the big kicker is the the watch, right? We see the commercial in episode two and it's got the Strucker watch right there. It says Hydra 1000 M, you know, just like a watch. So, you know, they're involved somehow. And then we hear a voice talking in the radio. And I mean, that voice is Captain America. It for sure. In my mind, right? I mean, the one that's saying Wanda what did they do to you or yeah what what are they doing what are they doing who did this to you or something you know and uh you know I I don't know that's what I think okay well my perspective is Wanda is she kind of is able to create a reality for those like we saw in Age of Ultron she would confuse the Avengers when they were attacking Ultron on that abandoned ship so she would confuse them with by creating scenarios in their mind that weren't real. So I think this show at least starts out that way, that she's creating her own reality with her powers for her and Vision. Whether Vision's uh, alive, I guess you could say, or or not, I don't know. But she, he's part of it. So it could be just her reimagining him and recreating him to be in her uh, reality at that point or he could be actually a part of it physically alive as well too so i think that part remains to be seen and i think they're being held captive somehow for by someone mm-hmm. it could be von strucker we we were introduced in the second episode that we'll briefly recap uh to the the sword right we saw the symbol with the sword and in the Marvel Universe, there's an organization called SWORD. It's an acronym. But it's basically SHIELD, an, another type of SHIELD that we saw before in the previous movies. And then the 
like the the Hydra element is called AIM, A-I-M. That's also an acronym. So I think S.W.O.R.D. is trying to break into the dream or do something to rescue Wanda and perhaps Vision. So I think that's what we'll see. Because we saw the helicopter, uh, the red and yellow helicopter in the second episode. And then when that guy comes out of the manhole, he has the S.W.O.R.D. symbol on his bee suit. And he has all those bees (laughs) surrounding him. So I don't know what his role is. But um, so there's those elements that we're seeing. Um, I think they're trying to rescue her. And we, you know, someone's trying to reach out to her through the radio and other other means to wake her up, to get her to come out. And mm-hmm. But she doesn't want to. Because when that guy showed up out of the manhole, if, they're, if that sword, the good guys, trying to rescue her, she said no and restarted the the dream or the reality she went back a couple minutes to restart it and not go there she wasn't ready or she doesn't want to be rescued so we've, we've talked a little bit about episode two and we definitely want to get into that more uh, next time but this is just a, a brief introduction to the series what we think of it so far um, I think I think it's got some good promise um, like Mark said earlier I want to see something happen. <laughs> I want to see the story advance and hopefully we'll get that in episode three, which is coming out uh, tomorrow as we record this. Yeah. And, and I think we have to, and I think writers understand that, you know, we've had two episodes of this kind of weird story building stuff, you know, for us to kind of like, okay, you know, something weird is going on. Now I think we need to see something big, like some type of either resolution or big plot point open up. And, and if you don't get that, I think you run the risk of return viewers for four yeah. will drop yeah. because of it. Okay. This is silly. I can't, I'm not going to keep watching the show to keep trying to find out what might be going on. I want to know what, at least something. And so I think we'll see something big. Yeah, I agree. We started to see it at the end of episode two. So I think episode three will kind of continue that, that line of revealing the line of thought. I do think the characters we're seeing in these episodes, in this alternate reality, is going to be like uh, the Wizard of Oz when Dorothy wakes up and she's like, oh, you were there and you were there. You know, it's the cowardly lion is the postman or, you know, something like that. I think we'll see that where all these characters that are in her reality are actual people in the normal reality. So that'll be interesting to see how that plays out. But uh, we'll we'll get back to it. Uh, Next up, we'll finish off episode two as well as uh, recap episode three and we'll get uh, more in detail into what's going on with the storyline and what these things mean hopefully we'll have some answers by the end of episode three so thanks for joining us guys here on uh, the credible nerds podcast as we review wandavision Uh, we'll be continuing our marvel cinematic universe rewatch series with this disney plus series so stay tuned also check out all our previous reviews from the all the Marvel Cinematic films from the the past ten plus years. Well, you know, starting with Captain America: First Avenger and all the way up to uh, the Avengers: Endgame. Check out those reviews as well. You can find it on our our website, CredibleNerds.com. Check out your podcast app. Do a search for Credible Nerds, and you can find all our episodes there. And we do want to invite you to our new exclusive podcast feed called Nerd Nation. 
Just go to our website, uh, Credible Nerds, and go into the Nerd Nation tab, and you'll find out how you can join us uh, and get exclusive episodes and content for the low price of $1 a month, which is a steal. Most podcast-exclusive episodes are going to charge you 5 bucks, 10 bucks, or more a month. We're just going to charge you a dollar. So stay tuned for more exclusive content and join us there on Nerd Nation. So we want to thank you guys for listening, and we'll catch you next time. You guys.